0: I just love that music. <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
2: I could hear that music all weekend, right, Frank? Well, you'll hear it probably about six o'clock tonight.
1: Well, then there's also
2: the
0: women's also have their March Madness as well. Uh, I was watching some of that Ohio State ended up losing to Texas. South Carolina beat North Carolina. Zai Cook and the girls. So that was actually
2: pretty good. Yep. Yep, so tonight we've got uh, uh, Duke in Arkansas and. Uh,
0: Leonard Joseph said UNC is winning it all. Uh-huh. UNC Duke Final Four from Jarrett Jansen, by the way. See,
2: little- J- Jarrett and I actually had talked about this last night after North Carolina mm-hmm. beat UCLA. North Carolina, take your shirt off, rave it around like a helicopter. That's that
0: old school Petey Pablo, by the way. <laughs> Come
2: on. I thought it was uh, Kelvin Sampson that took his shirt off or Houston he could have yeah, well, <laughs> Samsung equals cricket
0: wireless, and it's for the pores
2: <laughs> I think that's sorry David I apologize for my friends taking a shot at you <laughs> yeah yeah UNC versus it's America.
1: okay I mean I'll have my 20 I'll have my Samsung phone and my twenty five thousand dollar jacket
2: no that is that's
0: yes, it is true it's true yeah so we're getting it since we're talking about the n c a a explain yourself, David, why is it bad for St. Peter's? The 15 c by the way, beat, uh, Purdue, which they run some really great sets, really, uh, strong team, makes they, free throws, get the and they balls. do a phenomenal job of checking out, boxing out basically. Yeah. They, they will really box out. Cause if you check out, they would have lost the game if they would have checked out. They're by they're Um, Headed by Shaheen Holloway. By the way, he was in the nineteen ninety six McDonald's All American game with Kobe Bryant. Hell of a basketball player over at Seton Hall. I remember him. Um kinda career
2: kind of fell off as his college career kept going. Well, here here's something I have to say about Mr. Holloway. Okay. I think it's time at St. Peter's is coming to an end. Possibly. He, because, might, be, he uh, might be going see, to Seton Hall. Exactly. Because I, I remember saying that Kevin Willard left there to go to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And he's having a great run there. You connect the dots. Right. And he was a former
0: assistant there, too. So yeah, uh-huh. St. Pete. Now, there is a hometown connection here. Uh, Jake Holmes used to play for St. John's, went to Bowling Green, then transferred to St. Peter's. I actually played against Jake Holmes in a men's league years ago, actually back in 2002. In 2003, 20 years ago, I played against him and the late uh, Eric Floyd. They were buddies, and they had a team together. Actually, pretty good, decent team. Um, but, uh, yeah, 20 years ago, so kind of a local connection there. All right, David, go ahead. W- what's up with St. Pete's, which is, by the yeah. way, a Jesuit school?
1: Well, I, I think uh, I think the NCAA tournament is great for St. Pete. I think, for me, the St. Pete is having is bad for the NCAA and its image.
2: Why? And it's what? Bad for its image.
1: For for what collegiate? So the NCAA has talked about you know compare competitive balance, right? They want everyone the best teams to play every night, and they want the Cinderella. That's why we have you know one shining moment. We have the song on CBS. Mm-hmm. Like so, seeing Saint Peter's run when the NCAA clearly and they do this every year. They put the little minnows against the blue bloods, the big teams, because they know market revenue. People want to. They expect the big teams to go through, and they follow because those are the cash cows. So the reason I say that it's bad for the NCAA is that just less than like less than six months ago, this same organization that prides itself on celebrating and doing all these all-access on the St. Peter's, like all the small schools that make an advance, you don't want to create the same playing field where your big boys can get lost in college football. So you can't have it both ways where you want to shrink college football's March Madness, which is the college football playoff, and expand that to a team because you're risking and you fear that your big boys are going to lose. Meanwhile you're celebrating Saint Peter's and the other in the same breath, like you can you can't have it both ways. And so I think for me as I was thinking about this, Asbury celebrating Saint Peter is great. So then this means that by the time we get to September, October, November, when people are saying let's expand the college football playoff to eight teams or sixteen teams so that we can see some of this competitive advantage. And yeah, maybe some of your blue bloods lose in football. But you know what? Ninety nine point five percent of people thought Kentucky would go through. And from the same that same group, you know, eighty percent of people thought Auburn was going to be Miami, no problem. Like upsets are meant to happen. And so if we're not giving these kids that you value and want to raise up and put in the spotlight and do scopes and all this stuff, like if you're saying that you want to do this, then do it across the board. That's my only thing.
0: Yeah, but college football is a little bit different than basketball, uh, David. We all know what what football brings in, and everyone knows that the college basketball is built on Cinderella's, where football's not. I mean, let's just face it. They just went to a four-team playoff, what, seven years ago? They did all the bowl games and the arguments and the polls and the, and the BCS and all that. That's, they had that for decades, where – this is made basically a mainstay. And personally, I, I mentioned this on last week's show, and, and I think this is the reason why the MAC is a one-bid league. I, the last few years, I got to give the committee a lot of credit. They've made some great matchups. You have to admit that every game has been somewhat competitive. Obviously, you get the lopsided stuff, but with, now with more eyeballs on the TV. They want to match up teams that are going to be great matchups. They have to because who's going to really want to watch blowouts? Nobody wants to watch that. So I really think St. Pete's, what they're doing is great for college basketball. They have to do it as, as I mentioned before. And I don't know if maybe you guys are, you guys are probably old enough to remember this. All the games were only on CBS. They weren't on True TV. They weren't on TNT. They weren't on TBS. So whatever region you were in, that's what you watched. And for a while there, when the Big Ten really didn't have great basketball, you had to be stuck with watching Big Ten basketball. And a lot of times they were eight, nine C's, whatever. And even those games were just straight trash. But now that every game is being televised, they got to put on a good product. And when I think it's strategically made with them. Now, they're smart about this strategically made. They make matchups. They make great television. Well, guess what? Saint Pete's is a great story. Saint Pete's will probably be the story of the whole weekend. Even if they lose on Sunday, that is a great story. Who do they play? Kansas? I mean, no, no, they don't play Kansas. Who do they play? No, they play North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. Right, they play North Carolina. If they lose to North Carolina, nobody's gonna be talking about North Carolina getting to the final four, even though it's Hubert Davis's first year, by the way. And a couple of weeks ago, or actually about two months ago, they didn't even look like an NCAA tournament team, let alone a Final Four team. Uh, So it'll still be about St. Pete's. I I don't see where you—I see your comparisons here, but for NCAA basketball, for St. Pete's winning is great. Now, would they want them to get to the Final Four? Mm, Yes. Would they want them to get to the championship game? No. I mean, it's a great story. If St. Pete's could win the championship— That would be a great story. But are they going to get a lot of eyeballs on that championship game? Because people want to see the big boys at the end of the day in the championship games. And then football knows that as well. Um, But I think for football, you're right, though. I do agree. They do need to expand their football playoff and let some more people in there to, to, to not have the same old teams winning. I think I'm getting tired of seeing Alabama in it every year. And it always seems like it's rigged for Alabama to get in, even if they don't even win the SEC uh, championship game. Somehow they just float back in there.
2: Well, Georgia didn't win the SEC championship game, and they won the whole thing. Exactly,
0: but that, but, but that's only for their conference. Let that, that happen to any other conference. Oh, you didn't get to the conference championship game? Well, you're out of the playoff. Sorry. there, well, there I mean, is I've there said, is some bias.
2: Well, I mean, go back to what I checked the archives. I've actually said expand it to 16 teams and get left. Like, go on rankings. Have your best 16 teams. There you go.
0: I mean, they do a ranking for 25 best already. So what's the point of doing that if you're only going to do the top four? You might as well just do a top 10 ratings. They do 25. They rank all 25 teams. And there's some teams in the beginning that are around, what, 15, 16, they move all the way up. But, yeah. (sighs) David?
1: Yeah, and and I agree. Like, I think uh, ultimately they will, Like, college football needs to expand. because, And, like, part of that is, like, my thinking with Mark Magnus. Like, we're so used to seeing – you know, do North Carolina, Kansas, like the Blue Bloods, like and like get like not to like throw like shade, but like they rig it so that Gonzaga gets to the Final Four, and then Mark Few doesn't do the job. Oh. Like they, they try. <laughs> well, to, he did. He try didn't try do the job, job. Mark,
0: Mark Few didn't do the job, even though he didn't pick up a basketball. Okay, <laughs> and ben, and Jared oh. Jansen has a point. Better odds of upsets and hoops in football. That is that is true. I mean, there's a lot of moving factors in football than in basketball. There's only five guys or ten guys on the court. Basically, but you know, Mark Few he he didn't he didn't shoot one damn jump shot. But it was his fault, the reason why Gonzaga lost. Okay, well, I
1: <laughs> mean, people so said Gonzaga I needs mean, to
2: enjoy a real conference. I mean, what would you say, David?
1: People are blaming the referees for Gonzaga
2: losing. So I mean, okay, well, okay, no, time, ever, time, time ever, out for out. time out. Look, Chad Holmgren picking up his fifth foul. I will admit, I thought was kind of a BS call. That's not why Gonzaga lost the game.
0: But that's been common for Chet Holger too. That happened a lot in his games where he was fouling out toward the end of the game. Oh. But, David, Play I, I, better. Think, I think uh, Frank has a point, and I doubt they'll ever do it. I think Gonzaga's gotten to the point where they've gotten too big for the West Coast Conference, and maybe they need to start looking for a different alignment, even just like the University of Toledo. I love the Mac and everything, but I think if you want respectability— you might have to go to another a different mid-major conference. You know, uh, I know for football they would do it with the MAC. I don't know if he can go to the AAC, but it the seems happy
2: like a action fun conference. But they
0: they seem like they get more respect than the MAC. I mean, it, it is what it is, but I know that Toledo has their loyalty to that. Um, but you can tell there is a big difference and I think that's that some people say that's true is that, you know, some people label Gonzaga soft. They, they they do. They think that the, the conference they play in, you're just overly talented. You bully those guys, but then when you go up against the Baylor's, what happens? You got bullied off the court, mm-hmm. right? And occasionally they get tripped up by St. Mary's. Occasionally, but I then mean, that's you go their up against only uh, our, in our, in yeah conference. in that conference, Arkansas. Now San Francisco did pretty good this year, but Arkansas bullied them every year. The one problem yeah. that Gonzaga has had Gonzaga's had is they've been getting bullied.
2: And truthfully, that. This this Arkansas team, I, I mean, look, I I like Eric Musselman as a coach, but I don't think they're really like that special. This is this isn't no this isn't Nolan Richardson forty minutes of hell. That team I loved. <laughs>
0: as long as they can play, man. I, what is it? Why is it got to be special? I mean, well, I
2: think people. Uh, see, I mean, Jared, I think, Jared
0: has a good point here. UNC, Duke, Kansas, Villanova—final four, all blue bloods. Duke, I agree, is going to beat Arkansas tonight. I, yeah, the Coach K saga, but I could see Arkansas beating Duke because Duke is kind of the same way too. When you get teams that get up in your shorts, Duke sometimes falters, and that's what happened in North Carolina at Cameron Indoor, the last now, home have... game of Mike Krzyzewski. They got a little tough with them and getting them fifty-fifty balls and kind of bullied them out of. Out of their last home game, so have, that'll be interesting.
2: I have heard people say that Duke is charm and soft. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, or, or, or some people say they're soft as a, a stripper's
0: booty. Oh, I mean, oh, oh <laughs> I'm just,
2: let's keep it. Let's keep it uh, I know,
0: I know. That's just locking yeah, talk. I,
2: I mean, Vill- Villanova, I have a feeling Houston's going to beat them. I, I, Villanova you think Houston yeah that's another
0: team that's a tough team that Calvin I, Sampson I, I, now, I, now, I'm now, sure look. there'll be some sanctions against Calvin Sampson because he's usually a cheater
2: but. yes I, I will I'll admit Calvin Sampson is a giant dirt bag of a coach <laughs> yeah. but I but I I love his players I love how they play oh, I love it yeah Fa- Fabian White mm-hmm. ultimate
0: glue guy right now and jerry brings up another point what's so unique about the ncaa is that you want the saint Peter's stories because it keeps people interested they get to see the underdog but at the end of the day after the end of the wash more times than not the championship game will have a blue blood in there the final four like with george masons and butlers getting in there is a great story but at the end of the day the NCAA wants the Blue Bloods in the championship game because everybody knows that's what brings the crowd to the stadiums. That's what brings the eyeballs to the television sets. Same thing in women's basketball, I, I you know, especially with them, you know, with different crowds. You know, South Carolina going to bring a crowd. Tennessee volunteer women, they're going to bring a crowd. UConn women are going to bring a crowd. You, you, you know, you, you would love some of these Big Ten teams like Michigan to do well, but they don't really bring a crowd like the rest of them. So. But I will say this, though, I do give credit to where credit is due, is that ever since they've expanded the television coverage, and you can see almost every game, usually the matchups are really good to the point where it's just not someone getting creamed. Because I remember back in the day, you know, with those powerful early 90s Dukes teams, you knew that probably from the first round through the Sweet 16, Duke was going to give somebody a 30-piece. I mean, that first weekend was just pretty much, as you like to say, pound town.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah and uh, and as for Sunday I have a feeling it's going to be pretty chalk heavy chalk heavy my, my bracket's already in the trash so
0: is mine what about you David or did you make a bracket I picked Arizona Probably, yeah. I mean I had four different brackets with four different champions only two are left I had Duke in one, Arizona in the other Gonzaga in the third and Villanova in the fourth and Arizona, they same thing. They said they were Charming soft as well.
2: Although they, oh
1: yeah, they were
2: the weakest one for sure. I mean, TCU I thought, really battled them. Honestly, I thought Baylor was uh, the weakest of the one seeds. I I called North uh, Carolina beating them. Uh, 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 Baylor almost came back though. Well, that 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 was kind of a lot of weird stuff happening because. North Carolina was up 25. I think they got it in the bag, and then. What's his face got ejected? Brady, yeah, Brady Manick throws an elbow. right? Rightfully got ejected. I'm I don't not, think he threw it on purpose, I but mean, it was I'd, above the shoulders. So you yeah, have to call but that. That was, that, that's an ejection seven out of seven days r- the r- week, r- twice right. on Saturday. Right.
0: I thought it was twice on Sunday. Yeah, f- twice no, on whatever day. Right, twice on Sunday without the Lord's chicken. All right. So, David, what anything else? I know you got to get on out of here. Kind of wrap this up.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, so my final four Duke, Kansas, the two Chocks, Houston, and then you know what? Bleep it. St. Peters.
0: St. Hey, Peters? You think St. Peters is going to beat North Carolina?
1: No one thought St. Peters would beat Kentucky or Purdue. <laughs> or
0: no one thought they were going to beat Murray State?
1: No, yeah, because Murray State was the hot team because they were just, they were that quintessential mid major. Again, another team that's probably.
0: It, better it, it, than
1: the conference at the red.
0: It amazes me though when you see these teams. There's there's it's like levels within levels of the game. Like division 1 basketball players are very athletically gifted and skill-wise, but then it's just the the amazement to see when you see a Saint Peter's versus a Purdue and they look like little boys out there. Here. Like there's levels within level I mean this is something that people need to understand With basketball they don't understand this There's levels to this game And just because you can go cook somebody at the Y Does not mean you need to be league him Or he needs to go to a D1 I see that all the time on Instagram And they need to league him And somebody's at some just some podunk Y league It's like come on bro Come on, most of these dudes can really who, but just the fact to see Saint Peter's, I'm glad that they won, but they didn't they look small against Purdue? I mean, yeah, I mean like a high school team.
2: I mean, going into that, I'm thinking they weren't just gonna have their problems with Jaden Ivy, who he, he had a, oh, he, yeah, he had a great game plan against him. Almost, that I, I figured that Zach Eady and Travion Williams were gonna eat Saint Peter's inside for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, a snack. And an after-dinner mint.
0: And why don't you add the floss in there as well?
2: And then floss them.
0: He said, this man said an after-dinner mint. Another one of Frank's isms. After-dinner mint. Okay, I guess we can put that drop of the system now. Yeah, after-dinner mint. Just like wet hens. Yeah, See, there you go. Now we have a new commercial idea. An after dinner. Oh, oh there's a David the Man and God Harris uh, commercial. Oh. Booming, oh. Booming,
2: brewing. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be, as you like to say, theater. <laughs> But yeah. also, I think we do have to mention the tweet, the best tweet from last night from ESPN. Yeah, well, Scott. Yeah, who
0: put this? The guys, I don't understand this tweet. Go ahead,
2: though. says, Purdue, I know it hurts, but if you're going to be denied by St. Peter, you want it to be in a basketball game. David, since you are the man of God here, I will let you elaborate. <laughs> I mean, basically the whole St.
1: Peter the Parley Gates thing you know, denying them entry into heaven. (laughs) Eh, Like, understand it, you know, religious imagery. Eh, It's kind of like low hanging fruit. I I figured someone, you know, at the mothership would have a little bit of a, you know, funnier pun, but eh, it gets ratings. Final thoughts, David? Yeah, I I think March Madness is good. I love the St. Peter's story and stories like them. I just wish that they allowed the one shining moments to happen for some of their football programs, and maybe we wouldn't have to, you know, cry foul about Cincinnati being in the playoffs, you know, for eight years before they actually get there.
0: Yeah, and and, and, and David just keep dreaming because that is not happening in football for at least another ten years.
1: Ugh. Yeah, maybe. I mean, more than likely, yeah, but. I guess we'll just keep seeing Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Notre Dame in the Final Four every year because mm-hmm. I guess that's what people want.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what you got planned for the weekend, my man? Well,
1: basketball all day, every day, and prepping getting closer, one day closer to the draft.
0: That's right. We'll have his mock draft next week. Thanks, David, so much. Have a good weekend. Is it snow in there?
1: Nope, no snow. A little bit of rain, but yeah. Perfect baseball weather or basketball weather,
0: if, you know, you prefer the street ball. Right. All right, man. Have a good weekend, my man. All right,
1: see
0: yep. That was David, the man of God.
2: Harris there on the phone line. What you got this weekend, uh, Frank? Well, I'll probably watch. I'll be watching some of the Elite Eight tonight. I got to work tomorrow. And then finally get on the baseball field, hopefully, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had two games get wiped out last week. Thanks a lot, Mother Nature.
0: Oh, one thing, is the Big Ten the best basketball conference in basketball? It's
2: not as good as some people like to make it out to be. Everyone says, oh, well, they got nine teams in this year. Cutscene. To get past the first weekend and lose in the Sweet 16. Means
0: nothing. I think it is one of the most competitive, I think top to bottom, the most competitive leagues in the country. It does not matter in a three-week tournament, as you said before. With these little teams, people want to cut out the conference tournaments because you win the regular season, and then some, you know, lower C team gets hot during the week and takes away that conference bid. So well, I same, just
2: responded to Joe. I said, competitive standpoint, yes. Okay,
0: but to judge a conference on a three-week tournament, no, sorry, bro, that that doesn't cut it. I still think the Big Ten is one of the most competitive conferences in the country. Just sometimes, like I said, the the um, um, com- not the competitive balance, but the the committee did a good job matching up teams. And just a couple teams, it just wasn't their night, you know. Like Purdue, if Purdue probably played St. Peter's a hundred times, they probably would probably beat them ninety eight, maybe ninety nine percent of the time. Just that one time, St. Pete's got the victory, and that's the best thing about March Madness. You know, uh, all it takes is one game. Well, to do it for here here on eighty eight point three WHITs after further review, I appreciate. I'm sure coming up next, it'll be kicking it with Nay here on the radio side. Make sure you check out some of the other uh, 88.3 WSUT shows. We got Bancroft High with Kevin Higginbottom, the station's uh, student manager. Also, we got Music of the Worlds. You've heard his commercial with Patrick. That's usually on Sundays, 12 to 2. You ever listen to that show? I'm working on Sundays, and I can't listen to my phone when I'm at work. So. Oh, okay. Good show. Um, and then after that, we have Radio Gaga, the professor. I don't know if you ever met the professor. He did a couple WXUT sports games. He used to be part of Blue Crew. He's on Tuesdays. Oh. Um, 8 to 10, he's back. Glass City Showdown and Jazz Sports. Other sports shows are on Wednesday and Thursdays, respectively, from 8 to 10. Sound of on Fridays, 8 to 10. And then the show right before us, The Man, The Myth, and With the Woman Legend, uh, Vicky That's Theme Park They're on eight, uh, 9 to 11 Followed by us And then Kicking it with Nay at 2 And then Cool Kids Radio Urban Education My show On 10 To midnight Great show uh, Frank uh, Yes it is Alright we'll, we'll see you guys When we see you. Make sure you always Check us out On 88.3 WXUT's, SoundCloud Or iTunes If you miss a segment And we're always on Saturdays Usually 11.30 To about 1.15 For Frank and David Derek, we'll see you when you see you. Peace. We're out.